Hey, this is Dexter Hackley, voice actor and, eh, let's say horror aficionado. And this is Would You Survive? Okay, so welcome to Would You Survive? I know it's been a while I got abducted by hillbillies, but it's okay. I'm okay. Final Girl Syndrome, they're all dead. Everything's fine now. Uh, but yeah, sorry for being gone for so long, just a bunch of stuff came up, and we are back now and looking forward to some, uh, new exciting things throughout the year. Uh, just to come back, I have some of my favorite guests. Justin, say hi. Greetings, mortals. No, 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 not, not you, Satan. I said Justin. Let Justin, let Justin back, please. (laughs) Hi. And, uh, Stina, say hi. Hi. I'm here. Again. Hi. No, no, not Cena. I meant Satan this time. Oh, well, fuck that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are all here, and we are going to be doing a rather recent movie. Uh, we are going to be doing Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It was a very recent film. Seems to have gotten some uh, okay reviews. Uh, but most importantly, I don't know about you guys, but I used to read the heck out of the uh, books that they had when I was a kid. Like, I think they were Scholastic, weren't they? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Which they shouldn't have been, because they were just a level of horror that's just like, what? On the Like, it seriously got a... Huh? I was like, on the other hand, so were Goosebumps, and Goosebumps got kind of fucked up, too, so... Well, Goosebumps is like Stephen King light. I guess. Yeah. I mean, even the Fair Street ones weren't that bad. Yeah. Like, I remember the Goosebumps being, like, interesting, but mostly... Like, the thing that stuck out the most is they usually have some kind of, like arbitrary twist ending but with like a slightly childishness to it like you know oh well this person uh had a secret invisible person around them but it turns out everyone else was the alien this person was the only human and it's like okay i mean that's kind of as as a kid i can appreciate that but like as an adult i'll go back and be like yeah that's kind of stupid <laughs> like there's some there's a little bit of datedness to it and admittedly the original books if you have a chance to read them i did actually go back and buy the like first one and uh reread them and i forgot that they were all written specifically to be told as horror stories like around a campfire like it yeah. even says in parentheses say this part loudly to scare the people around you <laughs> Ooh, got a boogala stuff and like literally it legit says like greg pounce on your closest friend and one of them which i'm like i mean that's perfectly safe, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I, I, it probably depends on the friend and what you mean by pounce and just how yes. many prior convictions you have. And proximity to a campfire. Or you can just wait until they're inside an enclosed room and then slam your body against it and scream and that'll really freak them out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, elsewhere of the scary story, it wasn't like a... You don't have to call the police now or nothing. Oh, no, no. If I, I was just trying to tell you a scary like, story. If I don't get someone to call the police after my story, I obviously didn't do it right. Yeah. Uh, but if they call it on you, it's not so much a scary story as, like, a uh, very legitimate warning. <laughs> well, that's just... valid, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but the movie takes place kind of like a... They live in a world where... 
Well, first off, it's like what nineteen eighty six or something. Mm, it was like the seventies or sixties, I think. I, I, you know, it had to have been like sixty eight because I remember thinking that my mom would have been like almost a toddler. It was like back when, like the original uh, uh, George A. Romero original zombie film, yeah. uh, Night of the Living Dead. It had the original Night of the Living Dead, yeah. Going and on, they are so. still shipping people off to Nam, so yeah, and uh, you know they kept on going back to the scenes where like, oh, I wonder if Richard Nixon will get elected. It's like, why do they keep going back? Is this is that the horror story that Nixon got elected at some point? Is that <laughs> is that the scary part? No, what they're doing is they're actually setting a year without setting a year because it's referencing him getting uh, reelected, isn't it? Uh, no, it, it, it was more a new like. Election. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, but they just kept going back to it. Like, what does this have to do with anything beyond, like, the fact that one character is a, trying to avoid, like, the draft? That, that would be called foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. not. Uh, it wasn't a bad movie, but it, I think the best parts were, like, the parts where they went into the horror. And they kept on dealing with, like, the interpersonal dramas of, like, politics and that one character. And it's like, you know... I don't mean to be rude, but can you just, like, get killed by a zombie so I can go back to being entertained? I think a lot of it also had to do with, um, it was fairly racist in the movie, and I think they wanted to make a point in saying that, hey, this isn't 2000-whatever-year-it-is-now, so racism is okay. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess kind of, sort of, they made a point there. I mean, the thing was, like, did it really need the racism? Like, did the racism actually add... To the flavor text of the movie. It was relevant to the dialogue. I mean, you could probably have done the exact same film set in 2012. Take all the racism out would have been fine. But the bigger problem would have been none of these stories would be scary. And also, why would you have this random kid driving through town? Additionally, yeah. in 2012, you're going to have more resources. You're going to have the cell phones. You're going to have all that other shit. Um, I think... Well, that just feels like lazy writing, then. Like, you can write around that. I mean, sometimes you might get cheap and, like, my cell phone signal doesn't work. But I just, I don't know. I felt like, at times, it was just an extra subplot that didn't need to be there. Oh, it might be there for the sequel. I Well, they did build up for that. Yeah. But before we go down that path, uh, let's go ahead and start down the path of our questions on figuring out if you, uh, if you feel you might survive the situation. Uh, are you both ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start off with uh, you are Tommy Milner, a good looking jock. You got a girl, a car, and you make sure the nerds in the town know their place. Fucking nerds, am I right? Anyway, a bunch of uppity nerds pull a prank on you when you, by your own volition, as is your right, steal their candy, and it happens to be shit. Also, they throw a flaming bag of poo at you and. You know what? That cannot stand. These fucking nerds need to pay. Uh, so after a chase where you innocently lock them in a basement at an abandoned house where they may possibly starve and die since no one will hear them scream, all in all, it's been a good night. Anyway, your stupid parents want you to go deliver some eggs to a neighbor, and on your way, your stupid scarecrow begins to hunt you. I bet the scarecrow is a nerd too, so, you know, you need to take him down. So, with this in mind, do you A confront the nerd scarecrow you got this b run stumble fall repeat or c try to talk your way out of this like a responsible young adult 
And we'll start with Justin. Ah, uh, uh, I mean, there's really no way through this. This is a jock on their be. own. They're already like, I mean, it, I'll get as always, I will give you some leeway. But I mean, if, if, you, if you can think of another answer, of course, I'd be willing to accept it. But within what options you have, I mean, no, I know it's just if you're a jock, what direction do you think you're going? It, OK, if it was me, I wouldn't be in his situation to start with, um, at least the one that's what, presented in like, the film care of the scarecrow, like made peace with it, giving it a hug every day so that in case it goes evil, it doesn't try to murder no, you. No, I wouldn't be hammered out of my brain. Uh, is he, in the film, he is drunk AF, as the kids say. Uh, drunk and fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not really, but you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll go ahead and take it head on. I mean, it's a scarecrow. What the hell? I'm doomed. Let's uh, let's have a little fun. Elbow drop that this. bitch. You think you got yeah. this? All right, Stina, what you doing? First off, I have a serious problem with that whole entire storyline. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's start with this whole thing. You're a jock, and you got ran- outran by a bunch of nerds. Why the fuck are you even on the football team? Second, well, no, they're scrawny. You're strong. Well, yeah, but so I should so have been I... able to outrun them. I should have been able to take them down and break a nose, but I didn't. So okay. there's that. Secondly, going back to the whole jock thing, he's obviously on the football team. As proven by his Letterman's jacket, throw the bag of shit. You're gonna hit one of them in the head. And if you can't, why are you on the football team? Moving on from that. I got a flaming bag of shit in my lap. You think I'm gonna go off and get drunk? Hell no. I'm going home and taking a shower. So there's issue three well, there. Okay. So wait, he went home after he locked those nerds up and in what, what what had to have been, like, I don't think he's going to go back and be like, you've learned your lesson, I'll let you out now. Well, no. Like, he was just going to leave them there well, yeah. till they died. So he left them there, he went and got drunk. He wasn't drunk when he locked them in. He got drunk somewhere between locking them in and going home. But he did go home. After he got drunk. Why? Where was the shower? Okay. I know he, he was. He was drunk before he went after the nerds too. He Did was he drunk driving. Yes, because they show him in the beginning of the film uh, throwing the empty beer bottles. That's what he's throwing. They're not root beer. I can tell you that from the look on his face, the slurred speech, the one eyeball slowly closing out of sync. You know. Okay, oh. that's a fair point. I, I, you know, now I feel bad. I'm most annoyed about the fact that he like stole their candy, and the nerds were smart enough to know he would steal it, and yet he's still gonna blame them for that shit. Like the flaming bag of shit, that's totally on the nerds. But like the first part, I'm like, how mad can you get if you stole it and they tricked you, and all you had to do was just not be a douche? I know, right? And this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> and even if you were a douche, you should have been able to outrun them the fuck anyways moving on so <laughs> going so along in that, real scenario you would have you would have just beaten the nerds up and then been done with yeah it they would have never made it to the house thing i'm just saying <laughs> okay so moving on from that they made it to the house i locked their asses in whatever the fuck i'm walking through a cornfield drunken with eggs okay honestly i'd probably keep going i mean i'm not gonna turn and fight this thing because i don't know what the fuck it is um Actually, I probably wouldn't stay on the path. So you're probably going to go down the run, stumble, fall, get up, run, stumble, fall approach. Yeah, because the fucker wasn't that fast to begin with. 
And even drunk, I'm still, I think, what was he, captain of the football team or something? I don't know. I'm still up there. I should be able to run away from this fucker. Now he's probably going to follow okay. me. He's going to get my house. Suddenly my parents are now scarecrows. We're all scarecrows in our bed. It all works out. So I'm dead anyway, but at least I'm not going out alone. <laughs> okay. All right. So given your responses, I would probably say, Justin, yeah, fighting is not going to work. It's your, your drunken foo is no match for... I don't even know what you, scarecrow scarecrow karma, I guess. Cuz how dare you beat up on a scarecrow. By the way, like who made that fucking scarecrow? Like that leathery face, that like creepy look. Like no one you don't make that scarecrow by accident. I, That's on purpose. I think it was dried pumpkin rind. I feel like I mean, it might have been an uncle of his because everyone's got that one creepy uncle and maybe mom just took care of them. Oh god, that means so wait, it's the uncle Maybe the uncle that touched him, mom killed him, put him out in the cornfield to scare the crows away, and now it's not just a jock running away from a scarecrow, it's a jock running away from his victimizer. Yeah, yeah, no, no it's easy it to... <laughs> it's a dried pumpkin. Or, it's, or it's a dried yeah. pumpkin, that's, that's fair. It can be both. <laughs> well, because it has this look of a dried apple doll, but much larger. So it has to be dried It just looks like bad leather to me, but yeah, I mean, in general, uh... I will say, though, fighting it seems to be the worst idea possible yeah. just because it's apparently going to get you and turn you into a scarecrow. Uh, Stina, you know, no one's really tested it in horror movies too often, but I feel if you just keep, even though you're going to keep tripping, if the enemy that is following you is just going to keep on walking after you and you just don't give up, you just get up, keep running, stumble again, and you just calmly trip your way towards you know safety you might, you might actually i don't know get indoors and avoid that so i feel of the two you have a better chance of living but it's probably gonna kill your parents and you i mean but <laughs> of the two i feel like you're better off if you run because that's the thing is even if you're stumbling because horror movie rules state you have to stumble repeatedly yeah. At least you're moving forward. At least they'd find the body in my bed. Yeah, it's like, we don't know what happened, but for some reason there's three scarecrows indoor na- indoors now. Yeah, see? That's totally normal. Carry on with your lot. Yeah, it's like, nothing happened. They just made scarecrows and went on vacation without packing any of their clothes or car. This happens. This shit happens. All the well, it was the 60s. The father could have been running from the draft. He doesn't want to take his fam- or leave his family behind. Hmm, there you are. Oh, but they just felt a need to make a scarecrow before they left. Like, it's just... Sometimes you just gotta make a scarecrow. Well, like the people in Alcatraz. I mean, the, the, the bodies they used under the sheets when they escaped the prison. Yeah, you need, you need something to hide yourself. So, okay, <laughs> it's so much worse, though. It's like, they come out to the draft, and it's like, wait a second. You're not a human being. <laughs> You're a scarecrow. Exactly. Oh, those tricky draft dodgers. <laughs> and it gives me just enough time to get to Canada. Fuckers. <laughs> well, it looks like someone found out that sewing camp wasn't nearly as dumb as they thought. Oh my goodness. I thought the Herald one was one of those, like, inescapable deaths a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, what I love is, like, even at the end of the movie where they're like, we need to rescue our friends, like, Augie and the other kid. <laughs> and I'm just going, like, what about the kid who got turned into a scarecrow you're not gonna no, not gonna rescue no. him well, no. you're just gonna you're just okay with him that one being dead that's now that's just how well, life the is the thing with that is that they found his body they knew where he was yeah. 
Like that, there's no rescuing. But it's like, being but they're not hay. out to like reverse what happened. They're okay with the fact that it happened. Yeah. Well, he was well, kind of a dick too. They also said as much know, during I the just, movie. I just love they... the fact that they're like, well, we're just gonna no, we're cool with that one. Yeah. But you know, two of the people we like. No, they so. actually said it during the movie. <laughs> yeah, he deserved what he got, but now it's after us. Which usually I'd be like, he was just a jock. He was a kid, but he did try to murder them. So I mean, I'll give him he that. Was drunk psychotic tried to run them over with a car I mean, if he didn't and he tried to steal he stole their candy every year i mean come <laughs> on that's if he didn't and not even like the run by and oh he did it from a car oh god <laughs> just how lazy this, this, is that this is terrifying oh oh what you is... need to save this image oh and... no that's my example that's a dried apple doll yeah that, that looks head is exactly an apple. like it yeah. that's why i think it's a pumpkin oh. You need to put this in the show notes because that is that is terrifying. <laughs> All right, I can't see it at the moment, but I'll check it out. Okay, later. but you'll see now what I'm All talking right. about. Uh huh. Anyways, moving you on. Know, so apparently, you'll teach me a lesson. All right, but yeah, that I, I'm kind of. I will say that death in general. I guess you can't really call it a death, really, but still, it's just one of those ones where it's just yeah. like mutation that mutation was kind of and then of course it leads to the characters doing the meeting where it's like something scary might be going on no i mean that scarecrow over there is totally ordinary nothing happened something, this haunted book we hooked up is is just a scary book with stories that write themselves i'm you're making it up there's also that <laughs> who the fuck takes shit out of someone else's house but that's oh never mind sorry yeah that's that's that. for <laughs> Down the road. Down the road. Well, actually, so we'll actually go ahead and, well, we can talk about that because the next thing it comes after, but it's like, yeah, they get locked in uh, the basement. They decide to take the scary book and then the one white, uh, crazy white girl is like, you know what? Tell me a scary story. And it's just like, okay, you know these things kill you. Mm. You could, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, in a sense, you know, sometimes those main characters, their friends die and you feel bad for them. In my sense, I'm just like, you brought this on yourself. This, yeah. Well, she admitted to that, Every too. step of the she way. She was like, this is my fault. And everyone was like, no, no, no. She, no, she knew. She knew she fucked up. She was right. Yes. Yes, this is your fault. And honestly, if all these people all... are dying, I'm toast going to own up to it. But that's a whole other thing. That's, like, okay, that's so you. <laughs> this is on me. Okay, guys, I just want to say... Two of her friends are dead, and I feel I owe you at least to say, my bad. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd probably actually, you know what, I'd be the crazy girl in the basement. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to murder people. I'm oh, down about we'll this. that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. So with that, let's go ahead and go on to question number two. Uh, you are now Augie, a totally straight, <clears throat> very serious oh, individual. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> After that fateful Halloween night where you got smudged dirt on your awesome Perot costume, you are filled with a general doubt about this whole haunted horror storybook thing. Anyway, your parents are out of town and you find a mysterious stew in the fridge to eat. Your friends contact you on the radio to tell you to not eat this exact stew, but surely it's all a prank. Anyway, the stew has a toe in it, and somebody is calling out for their toe in your house. Given that you got upset, uh, you got an upset house guest coming after you. Do you a offer the toe back as it was rude of you to munch on it? B flee the house, run you fool, or C find a place to hide? And we'll start with Stina. Oh no, don't do that. Because I have thoughts about this too. First of all, <laughs> you're eating food in the fridge. You don't know where the hell it came from. 
Now, I don't know about y'all, but I was raised in a house that if I ate food that was not mine, I didn't get an ass whooping, but I got yelled at. So what the hell? You can, okay, well, wait, hold on. Dude, to be fair, shit. to be fair, parents were gone for, like, indiscriminate amount of time. He asked if he could have it. They didn't really know, but they said, sure. So, now someone should have been like, we didn't make stew. She did say and that. And then, like, really push she, that. She yeah, does. but it's like, they didn't push hard enough on well, that. No, like, wait, how are you going to push like, over you, the phone? Especially in the 19, insert era here, when the phone call yeah. probably sounds like the three of us trying to talk over each other. It's all staticky, droppy ridiculousness. And the mom's probably I mean, if, if you call me and you ask if you can have something for my fridge and it's a stew, I'll know if I've made stew. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, as far as I can tell, he's asking and the mom thinks that the weird boyfriend made it. For all she knows, he's asking if he can eat stew the boyfriend. See, and then Probably. there's that. If my mother's divorced and dating some other guy, or if my father's dead and she's dating, I am not trusting the boyfriend's cooking. No. No. Ain't eating that. There was a block of cheese in there. I bet you there was some cr- crackers in that house. Eat the cheese and crackers, fucker. But it's not filling like random stew is. Have you ever eaten a block <laughs> of cheese? Let me tell you that shit's filling. <laughs> uh, lactose intolerant. Your base, I'm still alive and my guts are not in the toilet. So the answer is no. Oh, you haven't lived until you've eaten a block of cheese. <laughs> oh my God. Like it's light. Like I could eat a little bit of cheese, but I think a block of cheese, my body would just like literally utter from my stomach through guttural noises. You fool. <laughs> so anyways, cheese and crackers. And they never mentioned that Augie was lactose intolerant. So... He's a dumbass motherfucker. Moving on from there. Let's say, I can't even imagine a scenario where I'm going to eat this too because I can't identify that meat. And the fact that after stirring it, at some point an eyeball pops up, but he doesn't notice because he's talking in the walkie-talkie. I call bullshit on that. You should have stirred that thing a lot longer if you wanted to heat it on that, what was it, a gas stove, electric stove? Either way, should have started longer. Because at that point, he's eating cold-ass stew. Yeah, that part, although, okay, I'm with you here. But, for the sake of the question, let's just say <laughs> the block of cheese isn't there. It was, You're though. really hungry. Your boyfriend, uh, her, uh, your mom's boyfriend has been known to cook good meals. How do you know? To try and impress her. Yeah, no, I don't believe that. It was the 60s. Men like, can't cook. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to build a scenario <laughs> Where you would have at least put the one spoonful of the stew in your mouth before regretting it. Oh, that wouldn't have happened. But in fear, I mean, we want to live in some kind of fantasy world where I would do something that stupid. Let's just say. Um, <laughs> and then there's that. He runs. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's just back up. For, what the fuck? Don't run. One sec. Stairs. Let's back up one moment. So fantasy world where haunted book is making your friends die. That's one thing. Fantasy world where you eat mystery stew from the fridge? Nuh-uh. We've gone too exactly. far. Not eating the damn <laughs> stew. Anyways. So, and then he runs upstairs. No, why does everyone always run upstairs? What are you going to do? Jump out the window? Break your fucking ankle? No. But in theory, okay. Like every horror movie rule that you're supposed to follow, they broke. Ugh. This is absolutely true. So horrible. Anyway, so, okay. My ass runs upstairs, apparently. And he's in that room. And <laughs> Well, no. We'll say you're in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen. You've heard something asking for your toe. Something's breaking into the house. Oh, so grab- you're on floor one. First of all, I got a knife. I'm in the kitchen. Do you know how many weapons are in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> so someone has asked for the toe. 
you're going Rambo. Maybe. Well, see, because I, I, okay. they have a, I really don't remember. Do they have a gas stove or an electric stove? Because that's important. I feel like it was electric. Damn. Oh, that sucks. Because if it was a gas stove, you fill that room up with gas, like the natural gas. You take a lighter with you, go out the back door. When that motherfucker gets in my kitchen, woof. But apparently that's not happening. So, yeah, if it's you, this is the way it goes. Like, most people are going to have that moment of doubt. But you're the character where it's like, I slightly suspect something's after me. Time to blow up the house. There's a spider (laughs) in the bathroom. Bring me the flamethrower. Oh, no, I like spiders. I saw a shadow. It could have been a tree or a serial killer. Regardless, the house is in flames. And it's not my fault. Some motherfucker was walking through the house asking for his toe, and I obviously already pulled the toe out of my mouth. Yeah, no, that ain't gonna end well. Also, I just pulled a toe out of my mouth. You know, I would light that kitchen on fire anyway. I can't leave that evidence behind. <laughs> no one must ever exactly. know. Exactly. Do you know what happened to the members of the Donna Party that when they found out they ate people? Their lives were ruined. There was this fucker who had to, like, travel, I don't know, he traveled to another country because so no one would know he ate his party members. On the other hand, he kind of did it willingly, and when the rescue party showed up for the second time, he was still eating people, so that's a whole other thing. But you know what? No. There is evidence here that I've eaten a body. Nuh-uh. That house is going up, and whatever's in it's going up, too. Good that's God. what I would do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so your answer is something between... Try to fend off monster slash burn the house down. Okay, Justin. I'm still working on how that toe got in. I'm not sure. (laughs) Thinks that a toe is going to make for good stew. I don't. I mean, mean, it ain't the dust bowl no more, man. You ain't got to reuse every piece of meat you got. But okay. Well, it does raise questions about the mom's boyfriend, to be fair, but. (laughs) Fair few. More than a fair you know few. This, you know what this stew needs? An eyeball and a human toe. <laughs> I feel like at some point the mom's boyfriend was just like, I, they, here's a toe, here's an eyeball, we'll serve it. Bitch up, probably started cackling and muttering something about double, double, toil and trouble. Cauldrons burnt. Oh shit! I left the fire on too long. Obviously, you never right, read. We're gonna have to do the here. same thing with you as as uh, as Tina, which is okay. So, <laughs> yes, I understand that most likely. And here's the thing: <laughs> all three of us are doubters in the sense where if someone calls us on the radio, I imagine if they name the food you should not be eating, we're probably all gonna be going out for burgers at that yeah. point. There's probably okay. Yeah. Excuse someone to go to McDonald's. Done. It's. <laughs> I'm going to Jack in the but, Box. And, Don't and, eat the Jack and in the, the Box. The burgers were only like thirty nine cents back in the sixties. We could have gotten like a right? five and practically and practically considered healthy, even though they were yeah. not. Doctors, so they were nice burgers. and greasy. five doctors say that your acne will clear up if you have at least burgers. Try them today. Try them all. <laughs> there are five flavors. Collect every kind of diabetes. Okay, now before we go down that road, I have flavors of hamburger. Um, yeet the toe. Uh, like, just throw. I'm going for a, a trifecta tonight. I'm going to yeet the toe directly at. 
All right. So kind of the combination of try to give the toe back slash get out. Yeah, the house. no, just I mean, as long as it's close enough to just freak it out. Okay. <laughs> Take your toe back, you damn demons. All right. Yeah, I actually looked up on the Wikipedia and it named it as a zombie. I'm like, okay, that's a little sure. lazy, but okay. okay. A ghoul, maybe. Zombies, so, like, generic. Amble. So, all right. So, Stina. Huh? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> you. I burned down a house for this. With yourself inside. When oh, you no, try to escape the house, this thing's tackling you. I was saying, in the house? Come on. I'm sorry. You're spending so much time trying to, like, plot this, like, burn the house down plot. I can't, like, not see the thing just sneaking up, like, you forgot that I'm here and just taking you out. <laughs> I think I'm offended. Like, you're so focused on, like, the arbitrary, not the arbitrary, it's, it's definitely an arbitrary, but, like, the disgust of the toe and how you must hide the evidence, that it just seems like a zombie would be like, so, yeah, I'm here too, but, I mean, like, guess I'll just nope. kill you while you're, while you're trying to light an, light an electric stove on fire. Actually, that is very <laughs> possible. Have you ever... Like, you'll get distracted. <laughs> ADHD would be your demise. But see, I, I, you know, as long as I let the house on fire in the end, I'm good. I can go down with it. Oh, no, your body is like... You're, well, your body is either dragged off into the darkness or burned to a crisp. By the way, no one knows where you are. I, I could be burned to a crisp. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. It's better It's better. Better that nobody knows that you had a toe in well, your mouth. Well, no, which, because uh, if I'm burned yeah. to a crisp, that means whatever fuckers in the house went with me. I'm okay I mean, dying them, as long as something None of the things that me. came after them seem to have, like, a lasting impact beyond existing for the haunt and then disappearing. Like, Harold was gone after that haunt. Himself out of existence. So, yeah, it's like, I have done my one task. Poof. <laughs> yeah, okay. At least I'm dead. No one knows I ate a body. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, instead of, instead of arbitrarily missing in the darkness. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So, well, that's what my mom always told me. If couple... you go in, like, okay, if someone comes up and says, get in the car, I'll shoot you, motherfucker better shoot me because at least they'll find the body because they're going to kill me anyway. Yeah, I always love those horror movies or, or even action movies where it's like, you know, uh, if you don't do as I say, I'm going to shoot her. And it's like, you're going to shoot her and me either way. Yeah. That's, this way, I just can't shoot you back. That's That's all this is going to accomplish. Oh. And if they kill me right then you and know. there in the parking lot, at least I want to find my body. I'm good with that. And put your toe in a stick. Oh my God. And then you get to go after that person. I don't know. <laughs> I have a bug bite on my toe right now. I don't think anyone would want to eat that. Although I do love the idea of, like, just Cena's voice coming out from outside the house. Bitch, who ate my toe? <laughs> <laughs> that assumes I would announce myself. Nah. That's the other thing. What kind of zombie's like, I'm here, better give me back my toe, bitch. No, you sneak. You are you are slow and you are old and you I guess technically yes you are dead. You don't announce yourself. Who does that? Just stab him in the back. All right. So, uh Justin, Hi. Justin, yeah, Justin, with Justin. With my eating toe. Um I honestly feel like you actually stand a chance of surviving cuz it doesn't stay like give me my toe and I'll kill you. It's just asking for its toe. So, I feel like if you just give the toe back, you might actually... <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, how come no one just tried... How come he didn't just be like, okay, 
here. I, 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 I chewed on it a little. I mean, it's fine. You know, you glue it back on. Oh, jeez. Those chew marks are like totally. You can refer. You can. You can. That's uh, a compensation starter. What right is there. it? What's, what do you do when a car gets a dent? Just uh, buff it out. You can buff that out. <laughs> See, at the same time, in that case, why didn't the little zombie just go back into the kitchen and pick up the toe after the guy spit it out? He didn't actually eat it. He spit that shit out. Well, one of its eyes was in the stew, so clearly it was a sight and pair. Oh, yeah. Clearly, I mean, <laughs> he's got you there. So, so the next couple of haunts are the red spot, <laughs> which I'm not going to use as an example because once you got spiders in your face, there's not a lot you can do. Yeah, there's not like there's not like really. What do you do when the spiders come out of your face? Scream, scream louder, scream loudest. Kind of what she did. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then the le- next one is the uh, red room and um uh so for the listeners of this podcast i just want to inform you that as far as uh as i myself dexter hackley would handle that particular position the answer would be no 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 the entire scene would be redubbed with me just saying no repeatedly until it gets closer in which case it speeds up to no 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 I love. Like I will say, it seems like you could run past her. I mean, just like the hallway. She's big, around. but the hallways, huh? Squeeze around. Just be like, I just, yeah, uh, like me. I'm just gonna. Uh, there we go. All right, thanks. Just slid into first yeah, base. Like, you know, he didn't even try. He's just like, I ain't messing with that. It's like, okay, once you figured out that every direction is the wrong direction, you might as well try that one. I mean. Mike, but yeah, all all my no that lines up with my fears way too. Like that's the one where you know he faced it and he got hugged and then like absorbed and I'm like bothered by that heavily. I'm just gonna be screaming. Just no, no, I I won't be like calmly sitting there getting a hug. I'll be like scratching and biting and just no, fuck you. <laughs> just every kind of no. Um. So yeah, I don't. I the only situation to survive that to me would have been trying to get past her, and that just didn't seem very. <laughs> well, what you do is you don't put yourself in that situation to begin with. He was running through the hospital, and he at some point he's on the roof, and there's some nurses and doctors, and he's like, "Dude, what the fuck? What are you doing here?" And he keeps going. No, let the doctors find you and kick you out. You ain't in the hospital. There's no hallway yeah, to do like... it. <laughs> get out. You can't be in a red room if you're outdoors. Exactly. So, so yeah, in general, that one has all my nope. <laughs> so we'll actually go to the final situation. <laughs> and uh, hospital. You can't we'll find call a it a bit of a... To, like, disembowel the woman? Oh, she'd have knife marks I on mean, her. No, he was, he was in a place where it was, like, bathrooms and lockers. So there really wasn't a... Like, he didn't think to grab items before he got to that point. I'm sitting here thinking, I have a knife on me at all times. What are you talking about? You don't have one? Yeah, true. Racist. Racist! Honestly, he could have gone up into the ceiling. It was that stupid corkboard ceiling. Yeah, but he's like one of the... He's a nerd. He doesn't have that kind of... You know, there's a a lot of nope about that scene. If you can jump a fence, you can jump in the ceiling. So we'll go to the final question, and it's a bit of a team question here. Uh, so, uh, Justin, you as yourself are in a jail cell 
when an old horror story from your childhood becomes real. The racist sheriff who locked you up gets their neck snapped by the jangly man who utters his cry, Be Tito Walker! as loud as he can. Stina, you are a bookish girl who is falling for Justin's bad boy charms and horror movie <laughs> knowledge. Dreamy. Yeah. Anyway, you are smart enough to grab the keys from the body of the sheriff that gets tossed your way, and you use them to free yourself and Justin with a vague plan to appease the ghost of the poor tortured soul that has innocently murdered all your friends uh, because she was misunderstood. Uh, the plan is as follows. Justin needs to survive the jangling man and get to the haunted house alive. Stina, you need to get to the house and overcome a past memory of Sarah Bellows, which includes being treated like a lady in the late 1800s, where things like opinions can get a lady put in the nut house. Also, you know, known as the good old days. Mm. So, as yourselves, artistic liberties as needed. <laughs> are you are you making it a... Justin, what are you doing? Stina, what are you doing? You want to go first, Justin? Well, if we're going to do it that way... I'm going straight for the police cruiser. I'm throwing on the lights and sirens, and I'm driving in any direction. It doesn't matter which one. He had the right idea. Uh, when it starts slamming on the ceiling, however, you don't go barreling into another vehicle. You slam on the brakes and yank it hard to the right and go down a different direction. You bat turn the fucker, because then he's going to well, go flying. I like the I like the fact that he tried to slam into another vehicle only because yeah it is a good idea to try and trap him and yet I'm more bothered by the fact that he disassembles himself and somehow gets out even though it's his torso that's trapped. So how do you disassemble your torso? Like he Have took you his torso apart at two points, but I mean you know. Okay. Maybe I'm just like you know. It seems like you're like one of those dolls where if you press it, like the string lets the arms and legs and head off. And I'm like, okay, how's that gonna free your torso's trapped? Yeah, the the rib thing makes sense though. Like your bones obviously you aren't staying ribs, together. Maybe. Your ribs don't have to stay attached to your rib cage. Hey, but, but, That's yeah. cartilage. Like to mm. a building, not moving the other object. Especially with as much okay, as those so, cars weighed. I'm you could, in theory, say that, you know, as he disassembled them on assembly. Bleh! I'm sure you are. Moves the truck or the car somehow. He dismal combobulated yes, himself. precisely. That is a very scientific term. Uh, <laughs> Dismo com, com bobulated. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, uh, you know, moves. You need a, 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 more solid objects to, to be involved in. The police. So you're going to be working harder to try and keep him trapped. You know, uh, mostly solid steel. You're going to survive the 90% if it had a seatbelt. Okay. So. Keep in mind, he's got some super strength going on. Or physics, if you're whipping a car around, assuming you can whip a car around, that didn't exactly have power steering, um, especially Oof. when you're going as fast as those. 
you're going to fling him. He's going to go flying. He should have impact damage. Uh, then you run him over, and hopefully, if you're smart, you back it in, slam him up against the wall as opposed to a truck, and then get out mostly unscathed. Then you're able to run faster. Okay, so, like, you're thinking this while out, okay, but you get to the house, and let's say it still comes after you in the house, and you trip and break an ankle. Well, at this point, I am going to make one assumption uh, that I feel like they should have made in the movie. These, term affectionately, hillbilly cop, uh, they usually leave the shotgun in the car. Because they didn't have it back then. Uh you know, that 12-gauge is sitting in that car. I'm going to take that bitch with me. And, uh, you okay. know, two to the face, at the very least, it's going to stop his ass door to barricade my ass behind. Okay. If I'm lucky, it's the kind that's kinda... a repeater, and I can get off four or five shots. So two to the face and then run like hell, fire again as needed. Okay. So it sounds like you've actually got a battle plan of sorts to keep it uh, dismal come by. I got to do something. Uh <laughs> So, while you're doing that, it doesn't matter unless Stina can do her thing. So, Stina, you get to the house, and somehow get transported back to the past, and all the gentlemen are looking for you, because this time, uh, somebody's been uppity and needs one of those little eye pick, or, you know, ice picks to the back of the brain, so you can stop being so uppity. I mean, historically speaking, it was ice picks to the frontal lobe, but I won't go too deep into that. Right. Anyway. Well, if they go too deep, then they are going to the back Indeed. of the brain. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, why didn't she fight? I, I don't get like, okay, hmm. you have these two guys coming at you. I'm picking up a chair and swinging. I would do that modern day. Okay, too, so you're going battle frenzy yeah. time? I think I got to knock out the people who are trying to say, trying to get lock me up so I can go save the person that's locked up. I got to go talk to that chick, okay. but I can't do it when these assholes are chasing me. No. Eh, you got a problem though. You're fighting as an emaciated, like albino woman who's been locked in like the basement for most of her life. Eh. You're gonna have like very weak limbs. True. That's weird. Uh, I don't know. I think I probably would have gone directly to the basement. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have okay. been thrown in there. Okay. So you're ending up in the basement regardless. Yeah. That seems fair enough. All right. Now you're faced with the ghost. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Dude needs a hug. I bet no one ever hugged her. Anyways, no, I, I, I do fairly similar. You're like, you know what? I understand. This is horrible. They shouldn't have done it to you. And guess what? I'm gonna go tell the world. Let me tell you the tea I'm gonna spill, as my little sister would say. <laughs> okay. So yeah. No. All right. So that seems to be the correct path. Although, admittedly, uh, I feel like I would have been more in the camp of like, okay, I get it. Bad shit happened to you, but Jesus Christ, stop taking it out on everyone. <laughs> well, no, I actually think she was fairly reasonable. She was trying to save the town, and the town was an asshole. No, she has valid reasons. I get this girl. Well, no, her her family was assholes. Let's be honest, in that day and age, no, the town was assholes, too. They just didn't even show that part. <laughs> because yeah, she, was, yeah. uh, she was photosensitive. She wasn't able to go on light. She was albino. She didn't look the same. And they weren't going to listen to her, no matter what. I mean, people are judgmental it's assholes just, it's kind now. Of like, they were worse back then. But it's then. assuming, like, every person who's done something good in their life, if they have an ending because of douchebags, 
they're just going to end up being evil ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like, is there going to be a ghost of Mary Curie? I would imagine so. I'd like to go find that out. Who do you think makes all the x-ray machines work? <laughs> oh, she's a ghost in the machine. Mary Curie, I would that love to be an awful horror her. movie about, like, the ghost of Mary Curie, like, irradiating people No, worse. The ghost of Mary Curie keeps making you go through TSA scans over and over and over. She just sits there but and then, hits the like, button. The, the solution of it would just be, like, handsy TSA agents taking it back to... The, you know, manual labor. And there I go, back were. in prison because I'm going to fuck someone up. All right, so you both kind of follow the path of the movie. It does seem believable that you would be going that way. Although, Stina, part of me suspects that you'd probably just be like, no, I want to take over. I'm going to kill kids with horror stories for the rest of my <laughs> that life. That would kind of be amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. It wasn't just, the, she wasn't killing the kids. Technically, the only one she killed off were her family. It was the mercury in the water killing the kids. And, but then she then, oh, then like, she just the, kept on being... The modern-day kids, I guess. Yeah. Well, modern-day kids are assholes. Have you gone to the mall recently? Ugh. They all need to die. And wow. this is why you'd be a perfect, like, evil witch reading book. Like, I think, like, Justin makes it out. It's like, great. And, Stina? Stina, where, where'd Stina go? Now. And then just some, like... Chuckles from the basement, just, <laughs> I found my new calling. I found my Send children. Home. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I would be the one to be like, oh, God. All right, hang on. Let me go Bring get the ice cream cat. truck. I can't stay here without a cat. <laughs> and a cat, apparently. Oh, look, you're an evil ghost. Of course you'll have Yay. a cat. And then Justin will just be like the person, like, do you want to hear some scary stories? You should go to that that uh that haunted house over there at like midnight ish. Nah, fuck that. I would like open the fucking house as a tourist attraction. <gasps> we can make a business. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be killing people, might as well turn a profit. And you know, you could advertise. Okay, like, you know so... what? Your your kid rotten. Your kid talking back to you. Bring him to this house on vacation. We'll deal with that for you. Your kid may, kid may or may not survive the experience. Yeah, that's what the liability waivers for, okay? I mean, you know, just sign here, put the kid in the chair, walk We the didn't fuck say away. we'd fix your kid. Yeah, we solved we the said problem. your kid wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they won't. Oh, Jesus, this guy's got turned into a scarecrow. I'm like, dude, this is a viable business option. Why aren't we doing this? All right, well, let's take a small break, and we'll come back with uh, screaming at the screen. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, so welcome back. We're going to go ahead and finish up with uh, Screaming at the Screen. Uh, it's our segment where we actually take a sec to talk to the main characters just to, just to try and give them some life advice that might get them going in a better direction here. Uh, with that in mind, who wants to go first? Well, don't all jump <laughs> up at once. Stina, Stina, you should go first. Okay, so here's my thing. The fuck you doing touching some dead woman shit? Seriously, leave that book there. Why did you take that? And then you go around doing this urban legend shit. Oh, Sarah, tell me a story. Fuck no. Don't be a dumbass. That's all. <laughs> no, it's fair life advice. You ever notice that when she gets really, like, just really going, it's it's like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob in Dogma, oh. where <laughs> she takes on that cadence of, who the fuck are you? What? the fuck is going on why the fuck did you hug my head <laughs> just throwing that out there 
I'm also sitting here thinking, you know what? When you go into the national parks and shit, you're not supposed to leave anything behind, nor are you supposed to take anything. You went into a historic building, there is a book there that's older than both your grandparents combined, and you took that shit. You greedy motherfucker. Well, she wanted to be a writer, so I kind of get it, because she's trying to accumulate those life experiences to make her a better writer. Is she going to go plagiarize that book now? She almost did. Oh, totally. (laughs) She. I mean, that's the thing is, she kind of will, because let's face it, like, she's going to be the ones to tell the scary stories to tell the dark. that shit back. Oh, my goodness. touch it. (laughs) <laughs> all right justin um you know there is no force on this earth that can change the film in any way these idiots are all going to be the same idiots no matter what they do the only thing we can do is improve the ending and to that okay we have to talk directly to the only one who survives and then leaves oh which is uh a soldier boy we're gonna call him soldier boy i forgot his name uh, so did I. I want to say I remember Francis. his last name was Morales because he Miguel. lied and it was Rodriguez. Raul Rodriguez. Uh, let's call him uh, uh, Chuck. All right, no, no, that's the other kid. Uh, so Chuck was the other dude. Yeah. Mm, you know what? It doesn't matter. Point is, uh, two words of advice. Duck. 100 points to everyone who <laughs> gets that reference. Word. The points are not good for anything. Well, I'm, I, I'm assuming that's a reference of going off to Vietnam and you're more in danger of, like, I don't know, Agent Orange? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's saying? no avoiding that, so just duck. <laughs> the two mm-hmm. words of advice. Well, the the idea that he's gone through all that stuff and then gets to go fight in, like, freaking Vietnam, I do love the idea it's like, oh my god, we're dying left and right. It's like, yeah, I went through, like, a horror movie situation. I'm kind of numb to this shit Pretty now. much. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's no... Yeah, come back to me when the jangly man comes, it comes after you, bitches. <laughs> I I, just, I would love to see them survive to come back and then they'd be like, oh, what's your boobs started telling stories and now everyone's dying. And he'd be like, well, I fucking saw that coming. But I mean, you know. Well, actually, on that note, uh, my screaming screaming's relatively simple because uh, he wasn't the only one to leave the town. The uh, book writer, the girl who survived the spider bites and uh, book writer's uh, dad uh, all left oh, the town. Yeah, yeah. The but end. I meant like the only one to leave and just is never seen in the, the film country. again. Like, he leaves and is gone, gone. <laughs> it is even... Well, I, I actually... My comments are to those oh, okay. three, which is... Um, I love the fact that you're going to go off and, like, become, I don't know, ghost chasers or whatever. And maybe find even more scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh. Um, but, uh, learn a skill. Don't just go into this assuming that having survived this, you'll be fine. Get, like, learn some witchcraft, get some guns, some candles, like, anything you need so that when this shit happens, you're not just, like, exactly as unprepared as you were the first time around. Because otherwise, it's, like, I would love, I I love the idea that you're going off to rescue the people that have probably, are not going to be able to be rescued. But all the same, just make sure you're not just unprepared and just assuming you got this handled, please. Because otherwise, the next movie is going to be kind of shitty. I, I do have one question. Which I'm assuming there will be a next one. And it one. actually has got very little to do with this film, but it, it will come back around, I swear. Do we know how old Janine is in the Ghostbusters film? Because I feel like that girl grows uh, up to be Janine. Probably not. Only because, like, you know, she had herself put more... I don't think she's the kind of girl who goes to New York and becomes a secretary. Apparently, she wants to be a writer, and 
Uh, she seemed halfway decent, yeah. so... I mean, you know, I, I, just, I just... The the level of not give a fuck that occurs after this, it fits in my head. That's just me. I suppose. I do love the fact that the dad was just like, okay, whatever. I mean, if it gets you out of the house, sure, whatever, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just kind of goes with it. Like, just... You don't see the scene where he's like, so why did you call me? Being, like, absolutely sure you're going to die again? Can you... Can you know, is there a reason the sheriff is dead now after you got arrested? You I killed him. Okay. I mean, indirectly, that is accurate. <laughs> I feel like he left more uh, because there was no way in hell he could stay after his daughter was at the center of like five murders. His ass had but to hey, go. I mean, it gives him a chance to bond. Yeah. I mean, he seemed pretty happy at the end. Like, you know what? Things are improving. <laughs> My daughter most likely murdered a man, but it's okay. She's still wonder we're spending what time kind of together. nerd doesn't know how to pick the lock of a jail cell. Especially those back in the day, they weren't that secure. Like three tumblers at most. Yeah. So, on that note, uh, I honestly hope there is a sequel, but it's mostly because like, I, I did, like I said, I love the scary stories to tell in the dark stuff when I was a kid. And there's a few stories I, I would love to see them uh, try and tackle like maybe an anthology instead of doing it like combined stories like they were yeah. doing like i'd love to see like a maybe an animated version of a few of them uh like my personal favorite was some like butcher who was like killing people and then you get to the end and you just see that he's somehow uh put himself into a meat grinder and he's got his arm sticking out of the meat grinder moving the handle and it's like such a jarring uh image mostly to me because i'm sort of going like how <laughs> Like, I was in there, like, trying to th- imagine, like, did he just get a good speed going, and then it just carried him through? Was there, like, an electric signal that just kept going? I mean, like, my brain was racked on, like, how that happened. Wow. <laughs> um, like, okay, it's a lightning storm, and the electric that hit the thing just kept the muscles in the arm moving in a motion they were used to. Yeah, my brain was just, like, trying to come up with, like, how that could possibly happen. Even though this is an image, that's the images in the book are just so jarring that it is sometimes kind of like fun to take a moment and be like okay let's try to establish what the hell is going on oh here. yeah Th- those were fun books and i, I, I would love like, to see i feel like it was perpetual motion in that particular instance i mean because once you get the like you said like you get the motion moving that hand goes up the weight of the hand brings it down and around over and over again yeah it's perpetual motion there's got to be an electric electrical signal doing it, though, because perpetual motion, like, unless this is, like, the most world's most efficient meat grinder that just takes on human bones and ribs and is just like, nope, I got this. Maybe then... he sharpened the blades beforehand. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, he you was see, doing it right? to other See? Though now it makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Well, like, maybe for, like, 30 Stina, seconds. I get, I get you, Stina, and that scares me a little. What? <laughs> hang around her long enough you start understanding certain things everything else stops making sense but she does oh that's fine then it's just <laughs> I, I can't do math now but i get stina <laughs> oh no it's much worse than that simple things like physics and logic stop making sense but hey excuse you i am completely logical it's the rest of the world that's fucked up it sounds like she's blinding you with science. He blinded me with science! Well, on that note, I'm out. Um. <laughs> Actually, on that note, uh, do you guys have anything to push? Justin, I think you have a new podcast uh, coming um, up, don't you? If this comes out before October 31st, which I believe it will, 
um, you're going to want to stay tuned to our regular uh, feed for T-Grups because we are starting a, uh, a retrospective type deal on one of the other characters. And the podcast is titled Hello. So, you know, you should probably go listen to that on October 31st. That does sound like a good listen. Uh, it's it's not about it's not about Dax though. I know that because it was uh, Dax that just be titled, you nope. know, delicate. <laughs> what are you a washing machine? Come on! I'm like I gotta go hurl now. <laughs> uh, um, no, but uh, at some point Dexter is in uh, the Hello podcast series, so you know, make sure you guys listen uh, for your favorite space pirate. Really, it, it's different. we should probably specify it's just like an artistic thing where we just have different people coming in and just saying hello in different tones just hello hello <laughs> god you know uh and every episode ends with goodbye <laughs> goodbye uh, i killed myself from aol <laughs> <laughs> goodbye oh god no you've got mail <laughs> and that sound every time you like, especially when you were on the phone and someone tried to log into the internet. Like, no, don't do that. Well, excuse me, guys. I heard a ding. I got to go check AIM. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> Remember back in the day when it was cool to be like this elaborate away message? Oh, yeah. Uh. You, would, you would spend like a good 10 minutes getting ready to go away and you would compose it because that was back right when you started having on like always on connections yeah and you'd spend all this time coming up with a great way to tell your friends that you wouldn't be there and they would message it and they would do it like in the middle of while you were typing it and would just go bling and you'd be like fuck yeah. now i gotta talk to them i was like 99 ah uh, good times. i don't know dude right. were you alive <laughs> then note I I had AOL Instant Messenger. I'll have you know I turned 30 recently. Did you really? <laughs> I oh my did. god, you're old now. I know. <laughs> Your body starts decaying at 26, now, so you've been old for a while. Uh, I'm so ancient. Alright, alright, you young kiddos listening to this this podcast, as it were. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, do look forward. We are uh, planning a couple more episodes in the future. Hopefully, we're going to try and get a uh, episode on it coming out soon. You know, it. Uh, on that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>